Welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I am your host, Joe Garrett, coming to you from New York City, where I am pleased to be sitting with one of my oldest and dearest friends, Guy Stanley Falosh. Guy, thank you for being here. What's up? You know, this is what's up, baby. Oh, my God. Dude, like, it's been, what, 20, 20 years we've known each other? That we've known each other? Well, we've known each other, I think, since... Sixth grade? Sixth, seventh grade? Sixth or seventh. Right. Um, and that would have been when we were... I guess around eleven, and now we're no longer eleven. Uh, we're going. We're going to be at thirty years of friendship pretty soon. Oh my god, you look great. Oh, stop it! Stop <laughs> you it. look great for uh, whatever age we may or may not be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the, the other, math at home. The other day, I found a great pubic hair, so I, I don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what what was his name? Jesus Christ, I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, we all are. But, uh, you know, we look good. That's the important thing. I know a lot of people our age, a lot of people that we uh, probably have known since uh, sixth or seventh grade who don't look uh, near as good as we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, they might be listening and they're probably thinking they're talking about us yeah, right now. Yeah, we know who you are. <laughs> so, uh, Guy, I'm glad to have you here uh, because you actually... Uh, are a fantastic artist, uh, possibly uh, of my friends who are in the arts, uh, one of the most successful. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was interested in talking to you kind of about how you became an artist. Obviously, right. like as long as I've known you, you've been, you know, painting and drawing and you've always had, you know, natural talent. But I'm kind of right. curious at, at like what point in your life did it become like, this is what I'm going to do. This is going to be my job. Right, right. Well, first of all, let's 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 rewind a little bit and and um, you know thank you for you know all those kind words and everything like that. But let's just rewind for a second and define the word success. You know, um, what do you mean by success? What is your definition of success? Well, I would say uh, for as me, an artist, for me, I yes. think uh, and and what I think this podcast is about is that really, if you're able to do what you love. Uh, if you're able to find what you love to do, particularly when it's in the arts, right. and you're able to make that uh, how you spend your time, how you're your working, job. and your full-time job, yeah, I would say and that's... And make money. And make money, yeah. And I buy mean, your friends dinner or beer once in a while. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't have to buy them dinner <laughs> if you want to, you know, that that's fine. If you right. can just buy yourself dinner, uh, right. I would say that's successful <laughs> because it's not easy. No, uh, no. It's not easy. It's a struggle, and it, you know, it's a lot of work. It takes a lot more than just talent. Um but yeah, that that's how right. I would define success. Cool. So the answer is yes. I am very successful then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was not the question. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, um, so we we're gonna have to we're gonna have to um, to tell my story. We're gonna have to rewind a little bit. Um, I would say like you know we probably met in sixth seventh grade, but I would I would even rewind it even more going back to probably third or second grade. Um, I remember it was art class and I remember my art teacher at the time coming up to me and saying, we were drawing something and, um, she's coming up to me and saying like, wow, did you trace this? And at the time I didn't know what tracing meant. I was like, oh, what's that? And I just, I looked at it, I copied it and I drew it. She's like, oh wow, you're really talented. Um, but I then so fast forward to maybe fourth grade, um, I went with, you know, my parents to the museum and um, seeing these amazing old school masterpiece paintings. That was like my Oprah aha moment. You know, that light bulb just like. Bing. What museum was it? Um, I don't remember. 
it was just one of those things, you know, um, my mom was just like, oh, get out of the house. Let's go do something. Let's go look at some museums. Let's go, let's go look at some art or something like that. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, so, and I saw the old French masters, you know, and I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool and everything like that. And then, um, then we went to, um, then went to the library, uh, got a library card and just took out a bunch of drawing books and just painting books and just fell in love with looking at them. And then I was always trying to copy what I saw. All right. So fast forward, you know, um, so imagine being in the sixth grade now knowing what you want to do when you grow up. So you knew at that point. Yeah. As a sixth grader, you're yeah. like, I'm going to be an artist. That's pretty amazing. It's a curse. I shit you not, it's a curse, and I'll tell you why it's a curse. Imagine being that young and having – so you know how a racehorse has uh, blinders on because mm-hmm. they can just stay focused on the, you know, um, to the finish line? Imagine being that young and having blinders on and knowing what you want to do when you get older. So – you're that young, and all you care about is just drawing and painting and to be a painter and an artist. You don't care about school. You don't care about getting good grades. You don't care about girls. You don't care about... I seem to recall you liking girls. Oh, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> well let's just say because of Titanic, that was like my biggest pickup line was, hey, you know... You want me to paint your portrait? They're like, oh, my God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> so, many times did that work for oh you? Oh, my God. So big shout out to uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and, and those guys <laughs> for making Titanic because that was like my pickup line for How many year. times did you actually paint the person? Oh, a lot. Yeah? A lot. But, you know, you know, you, know, you bring them back to your place and, you know, you, you sketch their painting because every woman at the time wanted to be that girl, wanted to be Rose. Yeah. Laying down with a big jewelry. So I laid them down. I threw some jewelry on them. They're like, oh, my God, I feel like Rose from Titanic. I'm like, I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Here. But um, And then you would drown them? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, she survived. You drown yourself after? <laughs> of all the lovemaking we were making that, that night. But no. So, um, so back to what I was saying, how it was a curse. It was uh, one of those things where being that young and that focus, you know, I was just so, so focused, you know? Um, so high school comes around, you know, I, you know, I got okay grades, you know? Um, but I really fell in love with my art teacher in high school. In love, in love? No, no, not in love with, you know, not romantically in love, but I, I fell in love with art even more. Okay. You know, um, and you know, we talked a lot, you know, I used to go to school super early just to get an extra 40 minutes of drawing or painting and, you know, before yeah. school even starts, you know? Um, so, and you know, I was talking to her about, you know, my future more than my guidance counselor, you know? So her name was Miss Beaupre. And, um, I would talk to her and say, Hey, listen, I think I want to do this. She was like, all right, well, you have to get into art school and blah, blah. blah. And, you know, I was like, all right, cool. Art school done. Um, SATs come, you know, I did okay. You know, I broke a thousand, which was like, oh my gosh, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's the number you want to break. Yeah. Um, and then senior year came around and where I was applying to schools, but only art schools, you know, um, I applied to the museum school of Boston. I applied to SUV. I applied to a local school in Connecticut. 
called Pair College of Art, um, you know, and uh, my art teacher helped me put a portfolio together, uh, took a bunch of slides and everything like that, and I got in all the schools. That's awesome. So I was really, really lucky, and I was super excited. Um, so I ended up going, you know, the best, the best uh, financial aid package I got at the time was um, uh, Pair College of Art in Hamden. So I um, go there, do my thing. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the best school per se. You know, but at one time it was the school to go to if you were an illustrator. Yeah. Um, but you know, I took advantage of the situation. You know, um, that's when I met my mentor, and um, he basically took me under his wing and said, "Listen, kid, I'm not allowed to say this, but." Out of all the kids here, you're only I think you're probably the only one who has a shot of actually making it in the art world. And it wasn't because and it honestly, it wasn't because Take I was Take that. It wasn't guys be- classmates. <laughs> <laughs> you scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know if you guys are fucking painting still. <laughs> <laughs> if you are, if you are one of guys classmates and uh you're painting as a career, please reach out to the pod. We'll be happy to have you on for a rebuttal. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this teacher just said that to everybody. Who knows? Maybe it's just a real nice teacher who right. likes to lie to make people feel good. But it wasn't because I was the best um, painter or artist at the school. It's because I took a lot of pride in my work. And what I mean by that, um, so junior year, uh, we have a student show. And you know, each kid's assigned a wall space. And the wall space is like eight feet by eight feet. You know, So they assigned me to my wall space. Now, these are walls, these are portable walls that just been throughout the years has been beat up and shit on and whatever, you know. So they assigned me my wall space. And I was like, I can't hang my painting on this fucking wall. You know what I mean? So I, you know, after after my class was over, I, you know, took my wall, I, you know, I patched up all the old holes, I primed it, I painted over, you know, so it was like a nice fresh wall, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, because I was at the time though too, I was going to the city every weekend. Just to look at art. I was going to the MoMA. I was going to the Whitney. I was going to the Met. I was going to Chelsea. I was going to Soho. Just looking at art all day, every day on the weekends. Um, so so um, after I got done prepping my wall, you know, I hung my painting. Um, I put the little stencils um, above my work with my name on it, black letters. You know, I put a little, you know, price tag and everything on it. And um, I remember everyone giving me so much shit about it because I'm like, dude, what do you think this is? This is not New York City. This is just a stupid art, you know, a stupid student show. Why you're like pretend, you know, why you're doing all this for a stupid, you know, school show? I was like, dude, listen, this is my wall. You, you do your wall. I get it. I know, but you know, it's all about presentation. Mm-hmm. I got my, you know, I spend, you know, uh, extra. Did anyone like teach you that or was no, that just no? It, you, it was, it that was, was just like innate. Yeah, it was just one of those things for um, going to New York City every weekend. And seeing that, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, and, and to this day, I always tell every artist, it's all about presentation. You know, you could be a shitty fucking painter, but if you throw that shit in a nice fucking frame. Yeah, oh, people don't know. People are fucking stupid. You are stupid. People, it's like, not oh, like comedy, man. If right. I tell a bad joke, people know. <laughs> but I've seen paintings. I don't know if it's yeah, good or bad. Yeah, but you're like, oh, my God, look at the frame. Look at it. It must be important because <laughs> it has a frame on it and it's $100,000. I guess it's. I have to buy it. <laughs> so, um, so they gave me shit about it, which which was fine. But you know who didn't give me shit about it was the teachers, 
And that painting at that time, I just threw a stupid price on $5,000 and someone bought it for $5,000. Oh my God. While you were in school? While I was in school. That's that awesome. Was, that was my first painting that I ever first. sold for $5,000. <laughs> and every, I was the talk of the school for the rest of the fucking year. Because no one ever sold a painting for that much. Because it's, it's a school show. So people were pricing shit for you know 300 bucks, 150 bucks. 500 bucks. No. That's $5, awesome. Do you ever think of like when you're having a show, like to hire someone to come in and pretend to buy a painting for oh, an outrageous? I do, it, I do it all the time. Do you? Yeah. It's kind of like I used to work at uh, Subway as a sandwich artist. Right. It's a different kind of art, uh, but artist nonetheless. And we'd always used to bait the tip jar right. with a dollar, of right? Because if you, if you know, people it, like, yeah. people won't think to put in a dollar, but they see a dollar. Oh, I can put a dollar in yeah. there. So that's so you well, do so that's a technique. It, it is a technique. It's also one of those techniques where when you do when you do have when you have your first solo show, you should put one or two red dots there. Even though they didn't sell, but people it's it's an old art trick. Yeah. So people are like, oh my God, his work is selling. So I, you know, we need to buy one because look, he already sold two paintings, you know? It's an old trick. Everyone, Smart. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying anything that's new or anything like. It's I no wish there was secret. a comedy version of that that I could. Oh, use. dude, I could totally pitch some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, should I just like have somebody sit in the audience and laughing start, start for no laughing. reason? Oh my god, Joey, you're so <laughs> fucking hilarious. By the way, I'm from, I'm from uh, Netflix, and we would like to give you a special. <laughs> and I always say that while I'm laughing at a show in the middle. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I was a talk of the town. I was a talk. Um, in school for a while and kids were just like what the fuck what the fuck and um it was and the person who bought it was um my teacher really yeah he bought the piece you know and people, your teacher what yeah. the fuck are they paying these fucking teachers um he uh he ended up buying the piece and people were shocked at first people were like oh no it's fake it's fake and then i literally had to like show him copy you know i fill a copy i fill a copy of the checks and everything like that which by the way i have a book i feel like you should have given your teacher a better deal oh uh, no well no Come on, i was struggling <laughs> i was struggling ours dude i went right to tuition please <laughs> um and um I remember people were like, did he really? I was like, yeah, dude, look. And show him the check. I photocopied copied it. And they're like, oh, look, look. They're like, holy shit. Did you give him the wall, too? I would have given him the wall. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) But the funny thing is, that painting right now is probably worth about $40,000 right now. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy shit. What's the name of the painting? Oh, God. It was Untitled. Untitled? Yeah. That would be tough to find. At the time, it was just one of those things where I didn't really really title my uh, my pieces. Are you titling things now? um, some of them, the new stuff I'm working on, they have titles, you know, yeah. but they're stupid titles like sky blue with paper airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> I like names that are like what it is, right? Like, why do you have to give it a fucking fancy name? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> or fire engine red with $1 bill butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I like that because if, if that, painting that you described had a name like that we could probably find it uh very easily yeah so well look uh that that is awesome and incredible i would love to talk to you some more about this could we have you back on the pod again soon oh definitely 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 for sure man this was this was definitely fun and uh i'm i'm honored to be here bro yeah no i'm, I'm thrilled to have you and uh just so our listeners know if they want to uh see or purchase your artwork uh or just follow what you're doing where can they find you um, you could check out my website, um, www.philochstudios.com, P-H-I-L-O-C-H-E. But 
if you really want to see the the latest work, uh, follow me on Instagram at Guy Stanley Filosh. Well, make sure you're following him. This guy is amazing. Uh, I know this guy sounds like a pun. Uh, it was unintentional. Uh, guy, it is always a pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. You too, man. Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. If you are enjoying the pod, please leave us a review. Uh, if you're not, just shut the fuck up. No one needs to hear it. And uh, also, please tell your friends. Right now, I think it's mostly just my friends listening. would love to have your friends listening, too. And please support our sponsors, LightSwitch Advisor, your one-stop for on-demand digital marketing services for boosting your Instagram followers or to building a new website. LightSwitch Advisors has you covered. They do our website, so check out theirs, lightswitchadvisors.com slash hustle. And our shoe sponsor, Vans, for all of your shoe or clothing needs. Uh, you can't do any better than Vans. It's pretty much all I wear, and look how cool I am. Thanks. Thanks.